0: What is up people? Happy December in this new episode of sketch cast Hey, the, the weather might be g- g- getting colder, but hey, global warming is still kicking us in the butt, you know what I mean? Especially down here in, in, in Maryland. I mean, compared to my own state in New Jersey, we get no snow here. No snow. I don't know why. Mother Nature must be kicking us right now. But joining me today is animator and professor, in fact, my storyboard professor and soon-to-be thesis mentor, Isma sans pepena. Say hi Isma. Hello,
1: hello. I'm, I'm very glad to
0: be here. Thank you, Ila. Yeah, um, it's 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 great to to have you here. I I've been meaning to to, to uh, get you on this for a while and finally here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh how have you been? Uh
1: good, good. Thank you. It's uh, I can't complain. I think everything is going yeah, I think everything is going well.
0: Nice. Things should be better now than they were b- beforehand. I mean, c- considering that we're almost done with this, this semester, everyone's just like, <gasps> <laughs> but aside from, from that, uh, we're just gonna go and get things started. So, first question. Uh, so, Yzma, what do you do professionally? And not just professionally, but also like if you have any fun side pro- projects that you, you like to, to do. Uh, professionally, I would, right now, I would...
1: College of Arts as a professor in the animation department. Um, my specialization is 2D animation, so I concentrate on that. I, of course, maintain my own practice, which is also very important to me, and I make my own short films. Um, I consider myself an animation filmmaker in a way. I tend to think of animation as film, but without excluding all the other amazing and new possibilities that, that the medium can take.
0: Yeah, I think that's an interesting way to go about the, the art form, especially when you take into account that animation for the, the longest time has been, well, not just an in, in art form, but also uh, just just also another form of filmmaking. Just, you know, you're, you're creating everything for, from scratch anyway. I mean, you do that in film, but... It's a lot more, um, you know. It's it's a lot less or organic. It's a lot more um, like you're you're creating everything from your, your own imagination, and it, it's just although the more fascinating when you unleash your inner creativity out in, into the the world. <laughs> yeah, I think the work frame to frame, uh, constructing the frames and putting them in sequence and creating movement
1: that way. I think, um, I think it's exciting. Especially as individual practitioners or working by ourselves, I think um, it's something
0: I really enjoy. Nice. If if you have fun doing it, then it, it makes everything worth it. I feel.
1: Yeah, you have to feel passionate about uh, what you do. I think it's
0: very important. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, like, given I've I've already said, like, I am your your story, born class, and everyone there has been like. Really pushing through in, in their their work, whether it be their own stories or even like to taking a piece of dialogue and recreating everything from from that.
2: Yeah,
0: really great. Uh, so my my next question, um, so I, I I take it you're originally from Spain, right? Yeah. Um, what got you interested in, in the arts over there, as well as an- animation? So
1: I don't know if it was. Super- to my circumstance because uh, before i decided to go into animation i actually um, studied you know like I, I i i was brought up and lived in spain for most of my childhood but i think um i also went to an international school in india to study for the two years of high school it was only after high school that i really decided to go to so i'm like in spain but um but uh, for me animation what got me interested in animation was the fact that it's integrative quality the fact that you could bring all these different things together in in the yeah through animation I think maybe yeah I think there's of course other mediums that can do that but for me animation I think uh, I, in a way it was the um, naive, naive, being naive and uh, and just because of that love for fame, or for the movies as a kid, like, you know, the cinematic experience of going to the cinema and watching those films and thinking that you could do them, them as well. So for me, going out of Spain or not coming back to Spain was uh, um, in part because of the opportunity. Like, it didn't exist uh, as a university or like a higher education, uh, it didn't exist as a specialization or as a, was just as a possibility. So um, actually after India I went to the UK and there is where I did my first um, formal education
0: in education nice cool cool yeah I, I mean I take it so I, I, I take it that like international experience did influence your not only your your sense of, of art but also creativity as well yeah yeah definitely I mean I think uh,
1: being exposed to different surroundings or just question in the world you live in or adding critical thinking yeah i, I don't think it's necessarily of having to go abroad or having to change go leave your country but I think being exposed to different ideas or ways of thinking or even cultures I think it's uh it's really i think it's really important
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I totally uh, agree with, with with that i mean i I haven't really lived abroad I mean I've pretty much lived in America my my whole life but um, it is good to to like gain that extra sense of uh, exposure to to the, the world for 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 when you you end up creating your own art.
1: Yeah, or oh, just just ideas. I mean, even talking about the U.S. is like cheating because in itself is many different countries or different cultures. I mean, that's one of the things that I love about here is that melting pot of uh, for everything. So yeah, I think uh, yeah I agree.
0: So after your your time in in Spain. What did you do before entering MICA? Oh, uh, well, yeah.
1: I don't know. know many things. Well, anything in particular, like a uh, job.
0: Well, yeah, jobs. And also, like, what you, you did for the arts, like animation or illustration or anything like, like that, or film. Yeah, so I
1: background in oil painting and classical music. So I played a violin, and uh, I I just had, like, the... Traditional classical like, uh, painting, painting since I was a kid, since really, really small. So that, that was where it started uh, for me, I think. I was really interested in physics and philosophy, as well as in arts and humanities. So, again, it, for me, it was just a way of putting all of that together. Um, before, tried right before coming, I came to MICA for the first time. In 2012, as an adjunct, um, I had recently graduated from CalArts and I worked as an adjunct for a couple of semesters. I've been coming in and out of my actually. I was there in 2014 as well, as semester, but I really came back for good, I think, in 2018 so three now almost um and i was coming from norway um i was working uh, in different things right before i came i was working for a studio called clip Olim, which in the origin means uh copy and paste uh, and yeah i was working in just an animation studio with a with an amazing an amazing team i mean clip, like it was just really one of the best I've ever had in my life. Like, they were really, really amazing. I was also part of uh, an artist community called Raque, which uh, is in, in, in the city of Trondheim as well. And I had my my own studio in a community of artists that was also, I mean, it was just really, really amazing. The overall experience was really, really great. So that's what I was doing just before I came to, to MICA for good, I'd say, or <laughs> for like more than a semester or two.
0: Wow, that's that's crazy, and and, and you were at, at CalArts at one point, man. That I know for a fact. Like I've never been there, but I know it's like one of the hardest art schools to get into. I mean, it's an amazing program. I was uh, grad school for experimental animation, and I right. think it, it was a big um,
1: like a defining. I think for me, it was the moment where I where when, when animation really clicked, I don't think you had clicked. Um, like when, when what I wanted to do and what was coming out, it really everything. I mean, it was an amazing program. It was a really good program for me.
0: Yeah, and I I think they still have their master's program in like in animation and specifically experimental. Um, I wish Micah had that, but
1: maybe <laughs> it will. Maybe it will. Hopefully, we'll, enjoy it. we'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So adding into to, to that, that. Um, I guess like in, in the more cynical terms, like not, not that I'm cynical or, or anything, but, but like in the cynical animation terms, um, people seem, seem to, to think that there's two forms of, of animation, the more experimental art house kind and the, you know, character-driven narrative stuff. And again, that's like a really cynical way to, to look at, at an animation, but I'm always saying that to like really squish it down at, at its barest form. So what did, did you prefer, like character-driven work, experimental work, or both?
1: I mean, I think the word "experimental" doesn't really mean very much. Like, what is experimental animation? You know, like I don't. I mean, the thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say this without without talking too much. But uh, I don't think there's like a divide between character work and more experimental work. For example, I think we use these definitions, but I, I don't think they're very healthy, anyways. You know, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you talk about more industrial-driven work against more self-driven individual work, then working
0: as a collaborative collabor- animation,
1: as a team effort or as an individual effort, you know, the, I can see the differences there, but I, yeah, the character-based animation or experimental animation, I don't think this, like, the divide exists. I don't, pre- I, I can't prefer, I, I don't really know, like, you know, I think for me it doesn't, it doesn't split into two. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all it comes under the same umbrella. And if, for more commer- commercial driven work, I think your voice as an animator is the kind of central to the question. That's completely just my own, pers- my, you know, everything I'm saying obviously is my own take on things. But uh, I think even if you really wanted to just be commercially driven, Your voice as an artist, I mean, it's a creative medium, you know, like your voice as an artist is still going to be a central part in your work no matter what you do. So I think that's my advice, like always center on what your ideas and what you want to do and and what your vision is, like the passion. You don't have to be passionate about what you do. Yeah, Commercial animation also takes a very long time. So you also have to be very committed and passionate about
0: it. You know, it's funny you, you mentioned commercial animation. My... My friend and I once interviewed an animator on one of the new um, Looney Tunes cartoons uh, on, on HBBBO Max. Um, specifically, they work for the studio Tonic and to DNA, and most of their career was actually spent on commercial animation. But the funny thing is, a lot of animated commercials are like some of the most experimental pieces out there. Like it, even in, in, in the 70s when animation was like kind of a dying art, there, there were these amazing commercials being done but by say you know john hubley michael sporn richard williams i think bill M- M- melendez's company did a few a lot of cool stuff and, and, and people say like oh there's no experimental animation anymore but like if you go onto the, the internet and the film festivals they're still growing i guess i guess it's unfortunate when people assume like oh I have to, to, to go to a festival but now it's it's easier thanks to online festivals right
1: no, I agree. Like the, in the UK, for example, I worked for a couple of studios in the UK and that that, that was, was something that really interested me. Like the national work was fast. It was quick. It was fun. It was smaller teams. I, I really liked that. Yeah. And, and and definitely like the directorial views, like, right. Yeah. In terms of experimentation, I mean, it was amazing. Those short and fast projects, there was a lot of really like wild, you know, and particularly this experience working with uh, in uh, in this music video was, yeah, I don't I don't really see the division between experimental and or more character driven. I, I don't really know what. yeah.
0: I think that, that that kind of goes into like what a lot of people will end up doing later on. Like, you, you hear so many people like, I want to learn, you know, classic character animation. I want to learn the more experimental stuff, but. You know, so, so sometimes like school isn't the the, the only field to, to do that. It, it also helps like to teaching yourself, working for a client or just, yeah, to doing commercial work. And it really does help to sharpen your creativity up. Huh? So my next point is, um, and I ask this as one of your students in your storyboarding class, in my opinion, storyboarding is like, arguably the most key essential aspect into making any film not just animation because you can spend god knows how how long animating something but if you don't have like a key understanding of what you're you're doing you're going to fall completely flat and a storyboard really helps or even layouts help a a lot in figuring out what you're going to um, work on and and you can help visualize everything so with that said Doing storyboards and seeing us improve on our storyboards in your your class, why did you also feel that storyboarding is so essential to not only animation but filmmaking?
1: Um, I don't know if uh, storyboarding is essential (laughs) to animation of filmmaking, but it's one way of going about it. You know, I think um, one of the very frustrating things about storyboarding is that it's just one way of doing things. You know, it's not the way, I think, especially working individually or working in small groups, um, storyboarding may not be the best way to go about the production of a project. even, You know, there's many different ways of finding a visual structure or building a foundation for each project. I mean, I think storyboarding has it's it's, it's a reference point, obviously, because it's it, it can serve not just for a bigger group of animators or filmmakers to be working on on the same project at the same time, but also because there is things about like topic, like uh, aspects of, for example, cinematography, composition, pacing, timing, animatics, sound, editing production, compositing, you know, like it, it encompasses a lot of those elements which is really really helpful in the class context. I think it's really attractive as well because of the job market, how the animation within the country and get bigger, bigger, bigger thing. But um yeah I don't know if it's essential for animation of film but I, I can see why it, it's a, it's a valuable a context or a valuable standpoint to make animation of it work
0: absolutely and given all all that um have any of the films you've made have they been storyboarded or were, were they all just like you know metaphorically coming out of your, your head
1: no i mean like uh, again like in the, for example in this studio in the in, in the uk or in norway actually both used uh storyboards i mean it's super useful I worked in Norway, worked with uh, Lars Hector, director, the animation director and lead animator in the, in the, in the studio. And I mean, he, he was really amazing. I mean, uh, generally, sometimes, whether it's receiving script, or building from scripts, um, you would get organized. I think it's a really good communicat- communication tool, especially with the producer, with the client. So, yeah, yeah, I worked to story. then the shots can be divided, they could be shared among different teams. yeah, I worked in my personal practice, yeah, as well not not as often. when I work on my films, I try to exploit the fact that I'm working alone and I, I like to follow the interests and see what they take. you know, I, I think I like to work with a little bit more uncertainty. I think it's fun to. To not necessarily have to know what what's gonna happen, but I think the the knowledge of having having a, some foundation at least in cinematography and how the cinematic language works through the screen, I think is really useful, even if I don't do the storyboards necessarily for my own work.
0: I think that's a pretty good way of uh, approaching things. I mean, like I I don't think there's any harm in just you know, doing something that you're comfortable with anyway. You know, there's there's probably going to be A million films you're you're gonna make, but but like if you're not, like if at least one of them you're 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 not like expressing yourself with it the way you want, then you're there's a good chance that you might not end up enjoying anything out of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, developing your own process is something that's ever evolving and ever changing. Any different projects as well, but I think there's some things that are out of practice and out of doing things. I think you get in the you know I think discovering your own way of working i think it's amazing i don't think animating is always fun for
2: example
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's fun all the time but it definitely has those
0: light bulb moments where you feel everything is worth it oh my gosh you know yeah, yeah. i got it <laughs> yeah no i that that makes a lot of sense um but even maybe beyond that there there's always more stuff that to explore uh so my next question. Um, so back when the coronavirus hit, Micah and you know a lot of other colleges as well. Um, I guess like as of now, I I mean I hope that you're at a better place now. But, but like how how effective was that? Given like all of the classes you you were teaching, because like you 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 also teach, if I remember correctly, like two D techniques or, or something like like that.
1: Yeah. No, I mean I feel the, the I feel the worst impact. I really feel it was for the students, like the students had to react so quickly and adapt uh, very very quickly. So I think my first, you know, like what comes first when I hear COVID and my guys is, is the student community. Like um, um, I just feel so yeah, like um, yeah, it was a big, it was a big change. It was a big change. I think the feeling of community is very important on well-being. So I think uh, even if we don't have the in-person contact, I think the feeling of community and feeling part of the greater community I think is really important. Even if it's easier to be saying it than actually putting it
0: into practice. And I think the well-being, like also making sure that no, not just out of the practice. I think uh animation is a, is a I think it's a sacrifice. Like in many ways it's a, it's hard work. And you can take it psychologically as well. So I think uh just maintaining the well being of everybody and, and 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 the sense of community, I think that's the first the uh, two first things that come to mind thinking of this horrible situation that we are to live through. Yeah. Yeah, it it was I I mean, I still remember just feeling sorry for uh, basically everybody in general, but especially like the graduate waiting class of 2020, like they never got a legit graduation. That was awful. Uh, But I guess like there was somewhat of a alternate celebration when we showcased some of like the animation students work at um, Sweaty Eyeballs and and a small little, little festival, but that was nice. And... I just hope like a lot of them are doing okay, but you know, a lot of us are, you know, we're still depleted, and we're just hoping to like really, you know, keep pushing forward. At the end of the day,
1: yeah, I, I feel so bad when any anyone graduates. Uh, I, it's really an emotional detachment for me, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're working we're working together. but, Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't I don't. I just yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it's different this year, but I think we'll, it's part of, it's part of the, uh, I don't think, then, yeah, I think it's okay and they, they were an amazing, amazing class, like an amazing group, and they did, really did amazing work as well.
0: We're we're still trying, no 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 matter what. <laughs> yeah. So with, with that said, um, where do you see the future of, because uh, like, I guess this is a funny question now, because like, you know, this is the first year of the 2020 de- decade. Uh, where do you see um the future of um mica's a- animation de- de- department going within the next se- several years it- let alone this current decade i have no
1: idea you know like i'm still pretty new in oh Micah, so I, I i don't have an overview of history and uh, yet so i i don't I, I don't know for i i can't really speak for my as an institution i feel like i'm although I'm a part of it i very much feel I'm a part of it it's difficult for me to get the overall picture I feel pretty new then it's hard for me to, to imagine but i mean I think the animation program grows year by year i think um, i think it's an amazing i love i love the talking about the community i love the the community in the animation department i think uh, it's one of the things that I really like about uh, the department it's, it's the the people <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm too new.
0: <laughs> but we Sorry. love you. We love you either their way.
1: Thank <laughs> <laughs> no, you. One of the things that I love as well is the voice of the... the your voice as, as the students. I think it's really... One of the things that I really like about Micah is that the students really have a voice. Oh, yeah. So, In the direction that the animation department is going to go. It's depending, obviously, on the faculty and the administration, but
0: it's also... Uh, it's for you. It's for the. It's for you to decide. Mm-hmm. I think that's prospects. Absolutely, and we're always gonna. We are always gonna face obstacles. That's just a given. But I think if we're all like you know together on the the issues that are plaguing us, whether it be through the school or our own lives or so on and so forth, I, I I think eventually we'll make it through, one way or another. Yeah, for sure. And so I guess I'll ask one last question, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh. Got any uh, future projects in the the making? Or if you can't tell them, I completely understand. (laughs) I have, like,
1: one project that I really want to start making. I have one that is almost finished. I have another one that I have all the pre-production done for, but I haven't started putting it together. And I have, like, two other ideas on the back burner just waiting to be decided upon. So I have a lot of things, but... Not enough time. I don't know. I think, I think, you know, I, I keep saying that one of the most important things is to keep at it. You know, I think perseverance, like the passion, like coming back to you, you know, like you really have to love something to really, I mean, especially animation, it takes so long. So you really have to love it. Even, yeah. Even the good, the bad times, you really, but I think it's also, for me, it's out of necessity. Like I need to not animate, perhaps, but like I, comes in the in the format of animation, but I re, it's a need for me. Like I get cranky, you know. I, I, I can't I can't I can't deal. I think you you know like I think that's one of the parts that I love about working with animation is that you get to learn about yourself and to you know express self. I mean, we we can spend another hour talking about our, uh, art as.
0: A... That would have to be for another day, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, but, but no, you're absolutely right. There's so, many, there's so many more things coming out soon, and we, it, it's only a matter of time before like the, the next thing comes out where everyone's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, it, it, it seems like every year there's at least one animated product that people go crazy for. 2018, it was Spider-Verse. 2019, it was Klaus. This year, it's a whole bunch of stuff on Netflix and HBO Max and so on and so forth. And 2017, it was the um, emoji movie. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But you get the the, the point though. Um, it seems like no no matter what, um, the art form is growing even more than it was like 20 years ago. But I think as of now, we'll be seeing at least one really fascinating product that's going to get everyone talking and be like, yeah. This, this art form is so cool, so, so on and so forth. You know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is done by a um, MICA like, uh, animation alumni. Oh,
1: no, for sure. No, that's, that's for sure. I mean, I, I think it's a really exciting time for animation. You know, it's a really young medium. And it has grown crazy. It's, it's still being defined by, uh, as a medium itself, you know, like in terms of history, culture. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really exciting time for animation. That's for sure
0: absolutely and who knows what the next big thing is gonna well or when the, the next big, big 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 thing is coming up but just beyond the the lookout and yeah. that's all that the time that we we have for for now uh yzma where can people find your work
1: uh in a really old website <laughs>
0: <laughs> how old like 2001 yeah i have a
1: than that but
2: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah online I, I i'm working on an instagram hopefully i can join
1: instagram soon but um, at the moment it's in on, online basically I have a website with some of my
0: work on my nice i'll be sure to um recommend that to, to people later down the, the road <laughs> but anyway that should wrap it up for for, for this podcast thank you all for for, for listening folks i'm going to Basically, sign off, and hopefully Yzma can get back to work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, sure, sure. Yes. <laughs>
0: All right. But until the next time, folks, take good care and happy holidays. Hey. Bye.
1: I don't know if